Good morning, Tucson and Minneapolis. I love you and other beautiful cities all around the world. Um, my name is La Vialva, and I'm an extreme extrovert. I'm still working on that. It's still new for me. Um, life is a journey. Sometimes you don't know um, how far or how long you're going to go. Um, currently, I'm in Tucson. Uh, Minneapolis, you are always going to be my home. Um, however, sometimes there comes a time and place where you need to have a little bit of a break of where you were at. Just to see, like, how other people live, how other perspectives are, and how, I don't know, how similar or different that they are. I think it's good for someone. I'm a huge advocate for travel. Um, I know that not everyone has the means. But if you ever find yourself... Um, sitting at home and you're like, you know what, I want to be a world traveler. Well, let me let you know that you don't need money. You just need to be prepared. So, for example, like, if you're going to go to a new city, you know, as long as you have a job set up, as long as you have housing set up, you're pretty much set. Um, Transportation to that job um, is necessary, but how you get there is really up to you. You know, if you're willing to take 30 minutes on the bus, you know, it's not really, you know, it's doable. You just have to, like, make some things work out. I was actually talking to a friend because um, I'm new to Phoenix, I'm new to Tucson, I'm new to um, these areas, and I went to the Phoenix Zoo. The zoo is very wonderful. It's very beautiful. It's huge. It's a big zoo. Um, In Minnesota, where I'm from, um, I always went to the Como Zoo. The Como Zoo is a very family-friendly, intimate zoo, free, and you just kind of go walk around. It doesn't require much time, much effort. Um, It's wonderful to go, but... um, you know, you don't really need too much preparation when you go there. Sunblock, if you go in the <laughs> if you go in the fall months, you don't have to worry about that. You know, they don't mind if you bring food, uh things like that. But anyway, sorry. I'm getting a little distracted. I went to the Phoenix Zoo with a friend from Minneapolis and we walked around. It's a phenomenal zoo. It's really big. It, there is a little bit of a cost. Luckily, we had a group on so I didn't have to pay much, but it's usually about like $25, $30, I believe. Um, depends on the zoo, really. And as far as I know, that this zoo was, is a lot more humane than other zoos. I don't know because I'm not from Tucson, I'm not from Arizona, I'm not from Phoenix, whatever. Um, but it was a very enjoyable experience. And as I was walking around, there was coffee shops, you know, like... um you know, places that you could have food, drinks, and all these things, and kind of chill, and it was very, very, very enjoyable. And I guess um, the point I want to get across here is that if you ever inspire to be a world traveler or someone that travels often, like me, like my life, you know, it's so funny because there's a lot of things that society will tell you that, hey, you know, you should do this, or like, at this point in your life, when you're 30 years old, you got to do this. And, yeah, that's a general census. That's a general idea. That's a general outline. Sure. You know, like, I feel like it's normative 
to have children and there's nothing wrong like for those who are listening if this if you fall into the dorm i'm not trying to say that this is bad no i i applause you like i think that's phenomenal it's phenomenal to create you know like a family dynamic and you know like have those dimensions in your life i think that's fine um however it doesn't you know it doesn't correspond to everybody and for me travel is a big significance in my life i would rather travel than have other experiences um that's just who i am it's just drilled in my blood uh, my father um introduced me to travel very early in life you know i was a young girl and we would always go to cancun during the school year and it was tough because sometimes i'd have to like you know catch up on my studies and do a little bit more work just so that while i was traveling and while i was learning i was like also you know like being on track that's something yes i <laughs> that's kind of tricky but it's kind of worth it if you're that kind of person anyway um one thing that i was kind of contemplating about today is the important of the importance of relationships and i think that sometimes in our life some people anyway if you're a privileged person i i sometimes think when we use the word privileged it has a negative con, uh a negative association like when you say like oh she's privileged so like she's so lucky that nothing ever happens to her yes you know sometimes people are like that if they're like you know a person of high stature or maybe a celebrity maybe they have a little bit of a little bit more connections or like money or like resources to maybe make the consequences more or less better but in reality like what i'm trying to say is that um you know our life going through the human experience is very diverse and one thing that really benefits most of us in my opinion is um interpersonal relationships um relationships in general intimate relationships if you can um if you can interact with your personal relationships and your intimate relationships effectively it kind of helps your overall well-being it'll help you less like feel less alone feel less depressed you know life is an interesting experience and sometimes you know you don't always fall into healthy relationships and that's you know something you can't avoid unfortunately you know sometimes we're going to run into people that you're like you know what this person is maybe um making me feel a certain way or making me do a certain things and it's not necessarily your fault sometimes it is because you might be um inhibiting abusive um tendencies yourself but the thing is like it's your life it's your right to assert and say hey you know what these are not the things that i am desiring these are not the things that want me want in my life to go a certain way but anyway i'm sorry about the little rant that i'm about to say but like i just really enjoy travel and i realized this about myself i i enjoy it more than 
um, other things in life, such as like having children. If that if that happens, I feel like it'll happen and I will embrace it. But if it doesn't happen, I, <laughs> you know, I hope that I will be still as equally as happy. And I think in regards to travel, because the reason why I kind of want to make this podcast is because I've encountered a little bit of complaint. I've um, received a little bit of complaint in regards to being ready for travel. Because when you travel with people, it's a good thing to initiate, you know, because when you travel with people, you learn about how they are good with managing their money, how are they good about managing time, how are they good about managing stress. It kind of illustrates a lot of things about people that are uncontrolled. You know, when you go on a date and you, you know, sit down at a restaurant, this restaurant might be a controlled factor. It might be that they have been here at this restaurant before and, you know, they're familiar with the environment. They know how to act. And when I say know how to act, we're human beings, you know, like you, you understand the elements of acting. You know, there are professional actors that act, you know, as their jobs. But then there are people like us, like normal people. <laughs> normal people. Like, actors are normal people too. But I mean like people that are not like paid to act or engage in um, acting. Like we act in, on a normal day basis. So for example, like when you go to work, you're not going to act like how you are acting at home. You know, it's just common sense. It's not like you're putting up a front. Maybe you are, but it's not, you know, hopefully you're putting up a genuine front. But it's like, you know, you just know that there are certain factors that you have to express and certain factors that are just not necessary. When you're at home, you can be butt-ass naked, drinking a margarita with your dog on, in your private backyard. You know, who cares? Like, that is not a problem. But... You know, when you're with friends or when you're with colleagues, like, there comes a sense of, like, you know, there comes a sense where you're like, okay, I can be myself, but not exhibiting these particular um, characteristics. And when you travel, at least in my experience, I've traveled with several of my friends, and Traveling is just a good thing. Like, even if you, like, are not a person that really wants to be, you know, even if you're, like, you know, maybe you're a little anxious and you're like, you know what, I don't want to just travel across the world with somebody to a country that I don't know. That's very smart. You know, that's reasonable. But, like, say you're like, hey, let's go on a weekend vacation um, to the next city over, right? That's totally reasonable. And it's interesting how something simple like that can kind of, like, bring out certain behaviors in people. It kind of brings out certain um, natural behaviors in people. You know, what do they like to do when they go and travel? What do they like to see? Do they like to go shopping? Do they like to spend their money on food? Do they like to drink? Do they like to dance? Do they like to just stay at the hotel and enjoy the complimentary or, you know, services that are there? Like... I think that if you're really serious about dating somebody or even like creating a friendship, a serious friendship where you're like, okay, we are going to, um, you know, travel together or whatever. It's very important to have these experiences because, yeah, it's just, it brings out the best and the worst of people.
One thing I just want to, like, uh, I always say one thing, next thing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if that's annoying. I'm going to try to, like, minimize that. But, um, anyway. Uh, pre like, recently I've noticed a lot of complaints about readiness. Uh, a lot of complaints about, like, hey... Um, I traveled with this person, they didn't know what to do, I traveled with this person, they didn't have enough money, you know, we went to a warm state, they didn't have sunscreen, they didn't, you know, the reasonable tactics of travel. And I just want to say my own personal um, opinions, my own personal advices on travel. Um, I'm not an expert, um, I'm a person that does travel in regards to hobby. And I absolutely love traveling. I absolutely will do it for the rest of my life. Um, but this is what I've learned so far. Before you go and travel to some place, I think it is always good to just look up. If you're going to do the bare minimum, just look up like, hey, what are the norms there? What is not the norms? What should I do? What should I not do? So, for example, I went to Korea for three weeks. I was privileged enough to go to Korea because my sister was working there and I had housing and I, it just like, you know, a lot of the resources that when you travel, like trying to find lodging, trying to find a place to stay, um, how are you going to make money? Do you have to make money before you get there? Um, a lot of those things were already like settled. I had made enough money. I saved enough money. I had money to go for three weeks and I had a place to stay because you know, my sister kind of advised me at good places to stay. So my housing and my money was all situated. So I was like, you know what, now I'm going to go. And the reason why this, this situation was so, um, I'm trying to think of a word that I like. The reason why this like situation was so fluid was because I didn't have to worry. I was a little bit prepared. You know, and when you go to a place, it's good to look up the customs, what's okay and what's not okay. So when I went to Korea, I was like, okay, it's very, um, you know, I guess stealing. Stealing is horrendous there when I went. I went back in 2014. Times and things have changed. So don't base this evidence on 2022, you know, like this was back in 2024, 2025, it was a little while ago, so things kind of been updated, but, like, stealing was a big deal, like, it was, like, people do not do that at that time, um, it was, um, putting, like, your chopsticks in your bowl and having it, like, stick straight up, that was, like, a no-no for, like, eating and, like, just little mini things like that. When I went to Thailand, I looked up that you can't step on money, you know, it's offensive. You can't talk about, um, you know, the president. You can't talk about the leader. I didn't even bother to learn the leader's name because I was like, I'm, I'm not even going to familiarize myself with that so that I don't get in trouble. Um, in the United States, I'm from the United States. So, like, for me, it's very normative to be like, you know what, fuck Donald Trump. Um, fuck Biden, whatever you want to say. Like, it's very normative. It, it, we don't get punishment for this. Um, we have a right to say, you know, I like, <laughs> I don't like that president. Or, and you also have the right to, um, you know, say like, hey, I believe in this, um, system. Like, I believe personally that black lives matter. I'm not saying that, like, all lives don't matter. For me, I'm just saying that, like, the reason why I 
portray like you know like stickers or like um you know flags or even like whatever monument of art if it says black lives matter i support it because i'm from minneapolis and it's very normal it's very normal in minneapolis to um you know know about um what had happened to george floyd and to know what happened um within our community so like because from where I'm from, when we say Black Lives Matter, it's because in our community, particular people were receiving um, unjust treatment. It doesn't mean that, like, you know, all lives don't matter. Of course they matter. Like, no shit. Like, I, I hate to say it like that, but, like, you know, sometimes people, like, you know, forget <laughs> or, like, you know, um, mistreat a certain population. And that's the only reason why I personally choose to emphasize um, that Black Lives Matter. That's my own opinion. In my country, that's okay. Um, but it's always good before you move to a different country, even to a different state. Different states in the United States, if you're from the United States like me, you probably will be okay not looking up, um, you know, global rules. But if you're not from the United States, I would really advise, you know, looking up like, hey, what's, um, what is illegal? What is not illegal before you go? It's just common sense. And I know it's like this in other countries. Like I said earlier, I'm from the United States. I still look this up in regards to states because um, marijuana is a very diverse um, policy throughout the states. You know, where I was from in Minnesota... Here in 2022, uh, we have not legalized marijuana. So, like, for me, I would not carry marijuana. I would not inhibit it. I would not have it. It's just not something I would possess. But um, in Arizona, where I have moved, um, it is okay for recreational use for adults that are 21 years old or older. So, it's like, and, you know, you don't have any restrictions on your ID. And that's just something good to take note in when you travel plan to like i would advise anyone so say you're going on a three-week trip right and you pay for your hostel you pay for your um, rental car you pay for your things but it's always good to have a little bit more income than you expect because you never know what can happen. You know, maybe the hostel will fall through. Or maybe a reservation will fall through. Or maybe something will just, you know, maybe plans will be canceled. You know, it's not... You can't control everything. And when you travel, especially as an experienced travel traveler, you realize that, you know, even if you plan so immense so precisely even if you call the places and you're like okay this is where i'm gonna go this is what i'm gonna do like something is gonna there's always one thing that's gonna fall through if you take anything out of this podcast i want you to know that like as an experienced traveler when you traveler when when you traveler me and my uh brain just going too fast okay hold on one second <sighs> when you travel there will always be something that you did not expect there will always be something that you did not expect because you're not in that situation like you can and the best way to explain this is like 
if you're going to France, right, and you make all these reservations, you make all these plans, you're like, okay, this is where the rental car is, this is all these things. The thing is, you're not physically in there. You do not know the people, you do not know the experience, you do not know the country, so there might have a high potential of something going a little bit askew. When I say that, it doesn't mean like something's going to be terribly bad. It could go terribly bad. Like, for example, I went to Thailand and one of the hostel had bed bugs. We had to, you know, deport Meshit. We had to go somewhere else. Um, is it that my fault? Is it something that I planned? No, we we would have never known. You know, I'm not saying that, like, every place in Thailand has bed bugs. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that this particular place, for whatever reason, had that situation. And I had, even though I had paid for the hostel, I had to make other reservations. You have to make other plans. That's just bound to happen. You know, in Arizona... Um, I was traveling and I was like, you know what, things are going good, things are going good. It turns out that I had a little puncture in my tire while I was driving and I I planned to just patch, patch it up, but the puncture was already in a patch. I had to replace the tire. It sucked. It sucked immensely. Um, but it's not something that you can plan for. It's something that just kind of happens. And so it's advised when you travel just to save up a little bit more money than you would initially need. Just in case something happens. Because then that way you can be like, okay, um, this is, you know, this is taken care of. And if you end up not using it, perfect. Put it in your savings. You don't have to worry about it. Put it towards your next trip. Doesn't matter. Another thing that I would advise, which I feel like is common sense, but I guess because I've been getting complaints about this, maybe this isn't common sense, but, um, look up where, like, the environment, like, uh, in regards to temperature. Look up temperature, look up, um, what people wear, what is normal. Um, the reason why I say this is because, um, one of my friends had, um, had set up a group of, uh, people, to come and travel and have fun and, you know, engage in a fun activity in Tucson. And some people didn't even bring their sunscreen. <laughs> when you're from Tucson and you're, you know, white or pale-skinned, you need you need sunscreen, y'all. Like, it, it's, like, especially if you're from a place like Minneapolis. Like, the sun is different. We live in different parts of the world. You know, like, look this up, like, before you go. Like... Um, is it really hilly? San Francisco is a very, very, very hilly place compared to where I live. Um, when I went, I had to walk up and down, up, up to one bar, down to one bar. And then when I got to the bar, they thought I was, they wouldn't let me in because I had my passport and not my ID. Because they were like, why would you have a passport if you're from the United States? Like, these normative things, sometimes you can't really, um, predict. But, like, just be a little bit more prepared. I would advise, like, just looking up, like, things, like, bringing, for example, it's COVID. Do you need to bring your, um, vaccine card? Do you need to be updated on those things? Do you have to wear a mask? You know, it's okay to ask, and I think it's a good idea to ask. It's a good idea to call if you can. I know that sometimes, you know, overseas or in different countries, it's hard to call because we don't have, you know, the resources or maybe you don't have the um, service plan to really um, 
uh, have access to those things freely. But, like, just look it up. Let's see. Other than that, I there really hasn't been um, too much going on in Arizona. Um, from Minneapolis to Tucson, there's a lot of things that are different. Uh, obviously, the weather. Um, driving is very different here. Um, in Minneapolis, we kind of have... Uh, I'm from Uptown. I don't know if uh, people, people that don't really know about Uptown... Minneapolis. Uptown Minneapolis is kind of a bougier, high-end place. Really expensive. Uh, really cool, though. Like, a lot more young people, um, students, professionals, stay around there. And it tends, for that reason, in Uptown, the prices tend to be a little bit more expensive. But driving in Uptown, if you ever have experienced Uptown Minneapolis, is just horrendous. Like, um, driving is just the streets are really narrow, parking is really, like, hard to find, oftentimes you have to pay for parking, um, just because there are so many people in that area, and when moving from, um, Minneapolis to Tucson, I realized that Tucson has a very, um, it's not a very constipated city, it's not very condensed compared to uptown Minneapolis, um, I haven't had issues parking here, um, and the streets, like, they have their own turn, like, I, I'm not an experienced driver, I usually always took the bus, always walked, um, always walked, I'm a very physical person, like, if I can walk somewhere, I'll just walk instead of drive, but something that I never experienced, maybe this is normal, maybe it's not, but I never experienced, um, turn lanes, like, lanes specifically for turning only, like, I've never experienced that, I always just learned to drive, like, you turn off on the left side and turn left, you turn off as far as you can on the right, I I live in Uptown, there's cars parked on the left, there's cars parked on the right, you have to just, you know, squeeze by and turn right if you can, you know, that's just how I learned how to drive, but here it's really nice because they have a whole lane that you just go in lane and turn like people know you're turning it's specifically for turning and if you don't turn in that lane people are gonna honk at you they're gonna be like girl move and then it has actually happened to me because when I first got here I didn't know that the specific lanes I was so confused because I thought that like two lanes were for like the one way and then that two other lanes was like forward and like a two-way street, kind of. Like, if you're going down a two-way street, I thought that the two lanes were for forward, and then the other two lanes were, like, the opposite direction. But I guess in some places in Tucson, that's not the case. Sometimes there's just one lane for going in one direction, and then there's a turn lane, and sometimes you'll have two lanes to go in a different direction. So you'll have four lanes, but one lane is a turn lane. And that that was very interesting for me, because I was like, oh... <laughs> I didn't know that uh, people actually had lanes like this. But anyway, um, I'm really, 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 really happy that um, you guys have been supporting me and listening in my podcast. I promised that I would um, say a little bit more about um, ABA and, uh, you know, how it correlated to addiction or how I feel like it could be helped um, for those who have addiction. Um, not in this podcast, but I promise that in future um, podcasts, I will come to it. Like I said, when you travel, sometimes things come up, and um, in regards to time, I thought I was going to do a little bit more of this training, a little bit more of this um, 
um, experience in regards to um, working in ABA treatment, but it is um, taking a little bit longer than usual. So that's just what it is. That's just how it is as an experienced travel uh, traveler. Why do I? I do this. I tend to do this. I always tend to cut off words um, and not finish them like traveler. I'm like, ah, good travel. <laughs> I I think, I don't know if this is a Minnesota thing, but like a lot of people will say like, ah, good night, good night. We don't say good night. We say good night. Uh, good morning. Good Instead of good morning. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a Minnesota thing or if it's just my own thing. But anyway. I do, before I end this podcast, I do want to take a little bit of time to um, do a shout out for Angel and Connie. Angel and Connie, um, they are one of my closest, closest friends, and I love them so much. They have been engaging in RV living, and um, if you're listening to this podcast, I would really, really, really like to meet with you and talk about RV living and the benefits, the challenges, and you know, the over, uh, overall um, things that, you know, one would need to do to be a productive RVer. And not only that, but I, I love these people. These people are experienced travels, uh, travelers, travelers, travers, travers. <laughs> they are experienced travelers, and um, they are just living their best life. And I hope the best for them, and I absolutely love them and adore them. And, um, yeah, just wish the best for them. I also want to um, make a shout out to my listeners who have been following me, subscribed, um, liked my videos, and I really appreciate you guys. Uh, You guys are the ones that really motivate me, and um, I appreciate you for all your support. Like I had said in previous uh, podcasts, you can always um, message me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter via Alva. Um... I forgot the other one. Tumblr? Oh yeah, I re- I gotta update my Tumblr. But yes, Tumblr, La Vialva, I'm there. And um, yeah, just shoot me a message. Uh, don't be shy, just ask me questions. Um, be respectful and safest, 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 safest of travels. Um, do something good for yourself. Do something for you. Um, you are worth it. And safest, safest of travels.